The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz, click like, you're good to go. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You can put your comments on there, and you can actually see us in studio today. And see, we're having a little whiskey on a Friday. Cheers. So, uh, yeah, salute to all the people who are actually listening today on a good Friday. Uh, I know you did this a couple times uh, this week, but... Uh, would it be okay for the people if you break down the games one more time? Uh, sure. Uh, um, I guess we can start with the uh, the the UH game, which I, I know nobody wants to hear this. Uh, I I think that it's the end of the road for UH. I think you. I mean, hell, you're an alum and you think the same thing. So it's not like I'm line stepping here to say that. Uh, it, it's. And it doesn't make this season any less amazing. Let's also start with that. But they're running into a a, a team that they just don't match up well against. Uh, Baylor can score in a lot of different ways. You cannot afford. You cannot afford to have lulls in scoring against Baylor. Houston has had that problem all season long. Uh, I do think that that UH will get some. They'll get they'll get some offensive rebounds. Um, they, that, that's something I, I do expect them to do. However, so will Baylor, right? Uh, Baylor is, is also is a very good offensive rebounding team. We talked about, uh, UH being the second best offensive rebounding team in the country behind North Carolina, Baylor's seventh. They're not very far behind. I mean, this is a, an elite offensive rebounding team too. Um, and they're the best three point shooting team in the country. Uh, they've got. They've got six guys who play who shoot better than 38%. That's crazy. It's hard to deal with. Um, and I think it's there are ways where Houston can keep the game close. I think if they can keep it in the 60s or you know low 60s and as far as possessions go, they've got a shot to keep it close. But that's easier said than done because if you start to fall behind, it's kind of like UCLA and Gonzaga, which we'll get to. But if you fall behind at all and you've got to start playing catch up, Baylor and Gonzaga are the last two teams you want to be doing that against. You right. Don't, you don't want to go and do a track battle with those two teams. So it, it's it's an uphill climb. I mean, you, the the hope would be if you're UH that um that they have an off shooting night. They did it against Villanova, and Villanova held them to, to 62 points. 
Of course, Baylor held Villanova to 51. Right. And that was one of, if not the worst, shooting performance from outside, three of 19 that Baylor's had all season. Jared Butler was one of nine from three. Davion Mitchell, 0 of three. So I, if you think that's going to happen again, well, I guess that's something to cheer for. It just doesn't seem super likely to happen. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, and again, the fan in me would love to see them win. The realist in me bet Baylor minus five and a half and has has no problem with that because I think the number should be closer to eight or nine. I think there is a path for UH to win. I just think it's very unlikely. And for them to win, they have not had a good offensive game this entire tournament. No. And I've been saying they're due for a good offensive game. If they can have a good offensive game and play the, the kind of defense they're capable of, then yes, they can win. But I also think it's just yeah, Baylor's a better basketball team than they are, and, and they've it, been. And it, it's gonna and UH can disrupt a lot of the things you do well, and I think they'll disrupt the three point shooting. I just don't know that it's enough. I mean, Baylor has too many weapons, and you know, UH does benefit a lot from those offensive rebounds because they get a lot of extra chances because of that, which makes up for some of the offense. But you know, the one thing that they don't do is when they're not shooting well. That's the only way they can create other offenses with offensive rebounds. And I know this sounds counterintuitive because Baylor can get up and down the floor, but the best games that UH has played, they forced the pace when it benefited them to get easy baskets. They're going to need to do that. They're going to have to steal some easy baskets in this game to stay in it. And I think when you add all that up, it just adds up to a, a Baylor win. But, I mean, I do think that's, that's their path. And that means doing something that they haven't done a lot this year, which is push when, when you have numbers, get up the floor fast yep. and, and try to get easy baskets because you're going to have to work awful hard in the half court set. And they cannot do that stupid thing they did in the second half against Oregon State where they're throwing these moon ball passes over the guy at the top of the one three one for 20 seconds of the shot clock. You know, that's not going to work. And by the way, Baylor's going to pick off a couple of those passes and take them the other way. Because they have better athletes, so, uh, but I think they need to. They'll need to attack the basket, and they're going to have to hit some threes. They have to have a good shooting game. Having said all that, I really don't expect it. And then in the uh, in the other matchup, uh, you know me. I, I've said all season long, even when when people were saying it's Baylor Gonzaga versus the field, I, I've always thought it was Gonzaga, and then the rest. I still think that's the case. I think that they are elite. Uh, the number is at 14 and the truth of it is that was the same number they gave against Oklahoma. That was the same number they gave against Creighton. I think those teams are better. Those teams are better than UCLA. So, and they've covered every one of them. So to me, there's real value on Gonzaga still at 14. Uh, I don't believe in this UCLA team. I I think that they're going to have a hard time creating anything offensively. And like I said, I, if, if they, if, you know, if, if they want to even get into the 70s, they're going to have to work with more pace than they normally do. If you don't get into the 70s, you've got no chance. But if you do have to play with more pace than you're used to against Gonzaga, you're probably getting run out of the building because they're just so efficient on offense. They Every look that they get is clean. Yeah. It's either a layup or an open three. And their transition offense is terrific. It, it's elite. They're yeah. elite in half court and transition offense. And honestly, they're elite defensively. Yeah, and you 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 were saying that all year, and it's like I don't think people realize how good this team is defensively. And we were watching the the first part of the USC game, 
while we're on the air, and they're just getting turnover after turnover and forcing the ball down the court because uh, they're so quick and they take away that first pass from you. They're they're very very good. I mean, they're just and look, anything can happen. I get that, but they sure haven't played a game yet this year that gets them beat by anybody in the country. No, and no. that that's the thing. I mean, I, I the worst game they played all year. They 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 beat West Virginia by five points. And Jalen Suggs sat on the bench for the second half. Yeah, uh, they they are. I mean, their their fourth and fifth guys would be the best player. They, they would be the best players on on a lot of teams. Uh, I mean, that's it's just it's crazy to think about. And they're well coached, and they play so well together. And even though they have superstar guys, they're superstar guys that aren't. I'm going to go out and score fifty guys. They're they're guys who play together well and play defense. It, it's it's a fun team to watch, man. It really is, and. I mean, I think we're looking at, at one of the better college basketball teams we've seen in years, not just not just this year. And I think that Johnny Juzang, who's had size advantages in these games that he's been going off, and to his credit, he's been he has been going off, and it's it's been impressive. He's kind of been a one man show, and they haven't really been able to match up with him. Or in Michigan's case, they chose not to match up with him. Uh, Gonzaga is not going to have that problem, you know. They're, Joel Joel Ayai six five. Uh, They've Andrew Nimhard six five, Anton Watson six eight. They've got size to put on Juzang. Where size is really going to be an issue is Tiger Campbell, who's been good in this tournament, but is also five eleven. Now he's going to be matched up with Jalen Suggs, who's a six four point guard who can move, he can shoot, he can pass, he does everything well. They don't really have an answer for Corey Kispert outside, and I think what they did to. Uh, what what UCLA and Mick Cronin drew up to to sort of take away Hunter Dickinson is not going to work against Drew Timmy. Hunter Dickinson is not a guy. He's he's a freshman. He's not a guy with a ton of post moves. He's really good at getting the ball and and finishing with his left hand. Drew Drew Timmy is going to make these guys look silly around the basket. I, I think Drew Timmy and Jalen Suggs both have a night. And if somehow they're able to take away Drew Timmy. It means that they're doubling, which means that Corey Kispert is left open by himself outside, and that's the worst thing that can happen. He might be the best shooter in the, in the, in the whole country. So it's there's just a, a lot of pick your poison. And UCLA's best chance to, to win this game is that uh, somehow this Gonzaga team that shoots, you know, 72% from – or not even – I don't know exactly what they shoot from the free throw line. I think they're better than, than – uh, most of the other teams they've been facing, yeah, seventy four percent. If maybe they'll shoot forty five percent, and you've got a chance, but it's highly unlikely. Is that going to keep happening? It's There's just not, no it way. Can't keep happening. No, and and I just I I, I am with you one hundred percent on this. I've already bet Gonzaga, and I, I'm not afraid to give up the points. I don't think it's. I think it's twenty point game minimum. I think so too. And now UCLA's proven me wrong the last couple of games, but I just don't. You know. Hey, I know that uh, free throw defense of theirs is awesome, but I, I don't see it happening here. I also think you can get a minus eight first half right now, yeah. which I like. I think Gonzaga jumps on them early. Uh, and the Suggs prop, which was um, I, I played last game and it hit rather easily, was 13 and a half last game, 14 and a half for this game. I mean, he's been 
he's been 15 points almost automatic for the last six. He's been over 15 points. Uh, and, and I do think that with Tiger Campbell on him, he's going to exploit that matchup. So I think Jalen Suggs over is good. Uh, I don't know what Drew Timmy's number is, but I'll be looking to play on it as well. And where I could see a path to victory for UH, again, I don't, and I don't anticipate it, but I could see it. I really can't find any path to victory for UCLA. And and the more I look at it, it's like I, the only thing that could happen is, you know, somehow they keep it close and the Zags miss a bunch of free throws and miss a bunch of shots and they ugly it up like they did against Michigan. And then Gonzaga looks up and says, holy bleep, we're about to blow a perfect yep. season in a championship and starts choking. But boy, out of 100 games, I could see that happening twice. Is that unfair? No. Yeah, and that, listen, even if they are down, I mean, they they were down 12 points at halftime against uh, BYU. Yeah. And they not only did they win, they covered. They, they won by 10 points. Like, they, they are... They they are capable of these bursts. Uh, the last the last ten minutes of that game against BYU, they outscored them thirty one to fifteen. They they can run away from you, uh, really at any given moment. And and that's a game where BYU shot forty percent from three. You know, good luck doing that, UCLA. Good luck. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think every year there's one team that makes a Final Four that you just say, eh. That's a cute story. It is. And normally it's, you know, uh, a team like Loyola. Yeah. Or, or something like that. Or, you know, and, and it's George, uh, George Mason one year. You know. All right. We are going to uh, take a very quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. And I don't think nothing I could do now to right my wrong. This is the Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Any, I guess I shouldn't have said that there was no new news on Deshaun today because Aaron, tell us. Uh, oh, wait, we need the law and order drop. There we go. Thank you. Uh, HPD tweeted out a statement 21 minutes ago. It says, today a complainant filed a report with the Houston Police Department concerning Deshaun Watson. As with any allegation, the Houston Police Department is now conducting an investigation and will not comment further during the investigative process. Okay, so if it's like anything like their investigation into the crime at my place, four years from now, they'll have an answer. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, 346, AJ says, free throw defense is often misunderstood by the casual fan. I guess it is. You guys just don't get it. Also, I, the earth is flat and Hillary Clinton is a reptilian. I am a casual fan, as most of you know. And yes, Hillary Clinton is a reptilian. So, yeah, um, I guess it was just a matter of time. But IOT wants wants me to give him Fred Couples stories. I uh, you know what? Not gonna do it. Sorry. Um, but I'll you know, just say he was a legend in his day. 
Most golfers, dude, golfers pull like you wouldn't believe. Oh, I'd believe it. And I, I mean, I'm, I, well, I, I'm told NASCAR guys do too, but I've, I've never been around race car drivers, so I don't know. But I've been around a few pro golfers in my day. Oh my god, you know they'll have like the hottest wife, and then they'll have ten side pieces in it, it, all these different courses that they travel to that are a hundred times hotter than their super hot wife. I mean, man, I wish I could have done that. That would have been the life. Huh, yeah, Freddy? yeah. But should have kept going out there with them. Uh, swinging them sticks, making it work. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you what. It's just like, it's like anything else in life. The guys who are great at something, when you play with them, you realize how bad you are. It's, like, nat- it's a natural gift. Even even when I was at my best, when I was about a seven handicap, and I would play with guys. I, I, I played with a guy who was on the European tour, right? He couldn't even get his PGA tour card, but he was pretty good on the European tour. And it was it was like we were playing two different games. And I was playing about as well as I could play. And you and you know and, and you don't notice it, but he's basically beating you by a stroke every hole. And, that adds up. And then you you get there at nine, and you look at, like, holy bleep, this guy's going to shoot sixty seven, <laughs> and I'm playing out of my mind, and um, you know, and, and that's uh, it, the other. Sometimes you have to get that little reminder that you're really garbage, and and I would get that seems a, harsh when okay. I well when I play with those guys, I would. I, I realized that I wasn't a very good golfer, but I think the the best comeuppance I ever had like that. We kind of thought we were badass when we were playing all those bass. I, I tweeted out that picture a few weeks ago. We were winning a bunch of city rec league titles. We were beating guys who had played. Uh, yeah, they were old, but had played in the NBA. Guys like uh, John Drew and guys like that. We were beating their teams, so we were starting to think we were pretty good. And we were playing a three-on-three media tournament with three of the guys from uh, the team that, that we played on for a while. And David Wood, who was like the 12th guy on the Rockets bench, 6'10 white guy, uh, is out there kind of messing around. He uh, embarrassed you? He, well, not me. Our best player, a guy who was way better than me, who was about 6'6". He posts him up, and he just kind of looks at him out of the side of his eye, spins around and dunks so fast that we're all just looking at him like, holy bleep, how did he do that? And next play, he did the same thing the other direction. And, I mean, it was just like it was like a cat toying with a, a baby mouse. There's levels to the game. Yeah, and you're looking at that going, this is the 12th guy on the Rockets bench. And this is our best guy, and it's not even in the same ballpark. And our, our guy, our guy, couldn't get a shot off against him. And it's just like, okay, that's the difference between people who are good and people like us. So, seven one three seven eight zero ESP eight three two says military men pull the best girls. Fred, I don't know. Do you think you pulled better than? I pulled all right, but not better than like pro athlete. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know. I'm guessing pro athlete did better than I did back then. Somebody said when I was at Baylor, we played three on three with three of the uh, girl team bench warmers and got our ass kicked. Uh, you know, that's because Baylor, Baylor women's team is pretty stout every year. Yeah. That, that Mulkey does recruit well. Yeah. Doing all right. Yeah. She shouldn't be complaining about COVID at the final four when she's not there, but that's okay. Uh, let's squeeze in a call. Brandon, you are on the blitz. Go, sir. Okay, turn, turn the radio, radio down. 
Hello. Brandon. Hey, guys. Hey, man. Hey, uh, y'all might have already answered this question, um, but uh, out of curiosity, at this point, what do you do with uh, Deshaun Watson with now with there being a like legal investigation? Do you just, at this point, take a first-rounder and a player? Do you hold out? Because I don't see any way where this actually turns out to be okay for him, where you can recoup more than what you could have. Um, I just wanted to get you guys' uh, thoughts on that. Like At this point, is holding out or just take whatever you can get, just get, get him the hell out of here? I, honestly, if, so, if someone offered a first-round pick at this point, you'd have to consider it. I think now that it's going criminal, I don't think anybody's going to trade for him. I, I've said all along somebody would gamble. If they could get him for two first-round picks, that's still way below value. But if there's charges being pressed. But, yeah, if you're if you're moving into a criminal area as opposed to just a bunch of civil cases, that's a different animal. And that's one that Goodell will binge you over on because he's been consistent about that. So suddenly that gamble doesn't look very good anymore. So I, I don't think you can trade him at all. I think you're stuck with him. And I think, uh, you know, we'll see how this plays out. But I, I just, I, I had hoped they'd get him moved before the draft and get a nice pick and, and start over. But at this point, with if this is actually something that, you know, they take to a grand jury and they wind up thinking there's enough evidence for a trial, now you're in a different league. I mean, a, a, a civil case, and, and we saw this with, with OJ. You can prove a civil case a lot easier than you can a criminal case. Yeah. And not that I'm putting OJ on Deshaun, but... Once it gets into criminal, man, eh, that's that's a concern. And that's if I'm another team, as much as I would think, yeah, you know what, it'd be great to get this guy. It's like, eh, I don't know. If he's uh, busting rocks, he ain't going to be doing me any good as nope. a quarterback. So, and I, we need to find out more details about it because obviously if there's enough for somebody to have a criminal complaint against him, it's got to be a little more serious than the crap we've heard so far. Yeah. I think I, and I'm not saying they're when I say crap, I'm not talking about their, you know, that their claims, yeah, their just, claims. It's, it's more just, nonsense. It's, yeah. From, it's more pile. It's more on the manure pile is what it is. So I'll be curious to, to see because I mean, most of the stuff he's done, creepy, gross, cross the line. I don't know about necessary into the felony territory, some of it, maybe. I don't know. I it, The whole problem is, once I had this, and I, I and we talked about that Sports Illustrated story. I thought it was a, a forced, um, you know, kind of a planted story from a reporter who's been planning, st- getting using planted stories, and I'm not really, uh, I, I, I don't like that they didn't use her name. I don't like that they didn't show any of the text messages. I thought it was kind of a cowardly story. But, you know, all that aside, I can't get this image in my head of Deshaun Watson air thrusting with an erection while he's being good. Good for you. While he pulls the towel off and starts <sighs> air thrusting. I'm try- I've been trying to get that image in my head. I can't quite get there. I, well, I cannot get rid of it. Man, and I'm like, so it, jealous. Uh, and and you know whatever that was on his tummy, I don't want to know that either. So that whole story, I mean, oh, you know though, that was unnecessary. 
I mean, and I don't. Can we please never again have to read about pre-seminal fluid? <laughs> I mean, what we? Why should we know it? Why do we have to know that? Why do? Why do we have to hear about that? Uh, I'd rather hear about grilling something really good. Good. I'll tell you about Texas Star Grill Shop. Uh, great sale going on right now, uh, including on on some Traegers that are hard to find, and they've got Akayushi beef. Right now, Heartland Akayushi be four ninety nine a pound, bro. Where are you getting that? Where where else? That 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 is an amazing price. So if you're looking to smoke a brisket for Easter, get on over to one of their four locations, grab you one of those briskets, and let's make some magic. Uh, like I said, four locations. They've got all the great brands: Traeger, uh, DCS, Saber, um, Pits and Spits is what I ended up with. Kamado Joe. They've got them all. So they're going to have whatever whatever it is you're looking for, whatever kind of grill you want, they're going to point you in the right direction. They've got grill masters there helping you out, and they're going to offer you a beer while you shop. How about that? You can't beat it, my friends. Uh, they treat you like family, just great people to do business with, and they stand by what they sell. Stop by one of their four locations, see everything they got going on, and grab that brisket while you're at it. Uh, but check them out online, TexasStarGrillShop.com. SPN 97 5 is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. It's a Friday, Friday. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Hoping you're having a few adult beverages, maybe a little adult green stuff, whatever, on a Friday. For those of you who aren't working, I mean, just enjoy it. Um, so, things that I don't think we need. We all pretty much love Game of Thrones right up until the end, right? And, you know, talking about spinoffs, doing yeah. a spinoff. How about this? HBO developing... Three Game of Thrones spinoffs. I kind of feel like the story's over to me. Now, I, I said that about Breaking Bad, and, and I love Better Call Saul. But I don't know if I'm interested in three spinoffs. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what are, what exactly are they going to do. Like, Yeah, I mean, if there's more, I want more dragons and little people. I'd be for and that. And little people having sex with hot blondes. If we can make that happen, I'm in. But, yeah, although I did see The Hound in a show I started watching today, I think called The Irregulars. Uh-huh. It's a new Netflix release. It's, uh, I had to stop watching after two episodes because it's something I know the wife is going to want to watch. Yeah. Because it's about these kids that get hired by uh, Sherlock Holmes and Watson to help solve crimes. And it's actually pretty funny. Well, I mean, it was, I wouldn't say funny, but it's pretty good. And the hound played uh, the bad guy in the first episode. I was like, I know that dude. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know how hey, good. Hey, hey, I know you. You're that <laughs> you're, guy. You're the hound, man. It's just like I watched a, an entire show out of uh, Ireland because uh, the guy who played Sir Jorah was the main guy. It's like yeah. I, I, I watch all those guys now. Just, you know. Uh, so, hey, I, I, I found a story and, and I'm a little a little concerned about some omissions on this. It's the most famous alumni from all the Final Four schools. Hmm. And, and I'll, I'll say this. UH matches up very well with everybody except, except UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. So here's here's some of them. And and then we'll add them up and you guys can determine the winner. Carol Burnett is UCLA. Now really? that, that, that was a little before your time, but Yeah, she, but I mean she was huge. She right? is huge, but yeah. I mean so is Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah, well we haven't got him yet. Oh, okay. So it's not just the number one. No, no, no. They're not ranking him, they're just listing him. Okay. How about Johnny Cochran, UCLA? That's a good one. Here's another one. Going to be hard for us to match. Francis Ford Coppola. It's a good one. Okay. Here's Jackie a, Robinson. Uh, yeah, he's on there later. Uh, here's here's a good one for Gonzaga. Gonzaga on the board with Bing Crosby. Didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know. I would have. I would have assumed John Stockton would be their most famous. He's alumni. on there too, but I, I think this is a drop off because I just don't think this guy's that funny. Dan Cummins is from Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh I'll disagree with that. What? That he's not that funny. Sorry. You can he also has one of the biggest podcasts now out there. That's, ooh, you're a big podcaster. I, I don't <laughs> think that makes you Carl Lewis, bitch. Uh, okay, all right, I got to admit this. Although Baylor has, uh, I think, maybe an equal or at least a, a peer of Carl Lewis and Michael Johnson. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know quite equal, but pretty close. Okay, I, I have to admit, I didn't know who this was until I read up on her. Loretta Devine, University of Houston. No idea. Uh, she's been in a bunch of movies and television shows. I mean, I've heard of all these shows. I don't watch them. Boston Public, uh, Grey's Anatomy, The Preacher's Wife, Crash, A Different World, The PJs, and Doc McStuffins. Well, Doc McStuffins, everyone knows that. I'm sorry, I don't know. So, I mean, she may be famous. I'm going to go with I And even looking at the picture, I don't know her. Uh, Jeff Dunham is from Baylor. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Boy, they're, they're kind of reaching on Gonzaga. Ray Flaherty. Uh, he played football in the early 20s before a Hall of Fame professional career. Yeah, that's a stretch. Yeah. I got. I think that Gonzaga's going to have a, a short bench. They're trying hard here. Uh, Tom Foley, Speaker of the House from 89 to 95. Yeesh. Yeah, that's a stretch. Okay, we're back to UCLA. You know who I think was a Gonzaga guy? Brian Ching. Might have been. I believe so. He's better than some of these guys on this list. Uh, Mariska Hargitay, UCLA. She is uh, the star of SVU and... Sergeant Olivia Benson? Sergeant, well, yeah, I think now she's Lieutenant Olivia Benson. I know she was detective at first. But yeah, well, no, I even she, I mean, she's got to be outside the top 25 famous. You, you, uh, like, yeah, I mean, but they've the, got Mila Kunis is from UCLA. Yeah, but she's not. I mean, the TV stars that have shows for 21 years, that's a big freaking deal. It's bigger than Mila Kunis. You think she's more famous than oh, Mila yeah. Kunis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, oh. Uh, listen, it's, it's like that guy, uh, what's his name? Jim Parsons on Big Bang Theory. He's he's huge. He's bigger than I, a I bunch got, of guys. I got to do the Twitter. Uh, I don't Twitter think I don't know shit. that she is on Twitter. So Brian Ching did play at Gonzaga. 
All right. Uh, Michael Johnson, Baylor, you mentioned. Uh, but Baylor starts dropping off. Angela Kinsey, best known for her role as accountant Angela in the office. <laughs> uh, now we're falling off. Yeah. And then we got Carl Lewis. Eh, I'm going to say a little bigger than Angela Kinsey. Uh, Jim Nance. Hello, friends. All right. Mariska has 977.8 mil or 8,000. That's almost a million. That's pretty good. She's more famous than I would have thought, to be honest. Well, that's, I, mean, I said that that's network TV, man. But Mila Kunis doesn't have. Okay. Uh, she's got Twitter. Insta, though, I bet. Oh, I'm sure yeah. she does. But can we on... compare the two? No, you'd have to compare hey, apples well, to apples. Well, well look, look this up on Twitter while you're doing it. Jim Parsons. Because in, Instagram, if you're a hot chick. And Mila Kunis is hotter than Mariska Hargitay. Oh, yeah, but I, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, Jim Parsons isn't on uh, okay. Twitter.com he, either. Yeah, he was Big Bang Theory for all those years. So, you know, yeah, he's a UH guy. Uh, here's a guy. Here's a Baylor guy that you might like. He's a decent point for Baylor. Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, they're really stretching Gonzaga. Carl Polad who was the owner of the Minnesota Twins. I don't know any of these people from Gonzaga. Uh, they, they had about three yeah. guys. I was like, okay, well, I know that yeah, guy. They're, and Baylor's falling off, too, because they've got Ann Richards on here now. Well, she is very famous. In the uh, she was a Texas. governor for four years. Jack, I think, uh, does that measure up to Jackie Robinson? Honestly, you know, you know who I think the most famous Baylor alum is now? Joanna Gaines. Yeah, that's what uh, Largo said on uh, or was it Largo? Somebody said on uh, Twitch. Chip and Joanna, they both is went that, there. Oh, is that? Oh, the, did they both? Oh, yeah, yeah. they both. That's what they. Is met. that the They're guys the, that have that Waco show? Yeah, so popular. Yeah, probably so. They became so popular that Discovery gave them their own network. And like, just said, here, do whatever you Waco want. Waco became like there are people who look at Waco as a destination now. Yeah, that's dumb. It's insane, but it's, it's because of those two people. They've cleaned it up. It's, it's not worth going to. Uh, John Stock. David Koresh didn't go to Baylor, right? Uh, I don't know. Be a whole lot cooler if he did. Yeah. John Stockton, probably the most famous Zag. Maybe not Bing Crosby, but Stockton's up there. Uh, okay, not to be disrespectful. I don't know who the hell Jack Valenti is either from the University of Houston. Uh, apparently, he was a political advisor during the Kennedy and Johnson administrations. I'm sorry. Uh, we got a little better than that at UH. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to say that. Next on the list, Elizabeth Warren, also Houston. Uh, that's a negative point. I, I, I'm not saying it's good, but that's that's a big name. Who would you rather have president right now, her or Joe Biden? Nuclear apocalypse. Huh? No, I'd rather have I'd rather have her than Joe Biden. I made my cho- I, I made my choice. Joe. I would have voted for her. I think. I, I voted but you for, didn't. I voted well, for her in the primary. Chance. You could have written her in. No, I wasn't doing that. No way. Yeah. I voted for her in the primary. It didn't help. But, yeah, I'd rather have her than Sleepy Joe and, and Camel. Uh, John Williams is best known for composing the film that's, scores. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jaws, that's, Star that's Wars. Terrible. Trey Wingo makes the list. That tells you how. Uh, I, you know I, who attended uh, Baylor University? William Nelson. Did he? Yep. For how long? Uh, I don't know. It says... Uh, after graduating from high school, uh, see that he should go on the list, even if he was there for a week. He joined the U.S. Air Force, but was discharged due to back problems. After his return, he attended Baylor University for two years, but dropped out because he was succeeding in music. I think he's got to count. Uh, yeah, but okay. Let me let me give you some guys that they did not put on the UH list. All right, Lil Wayne. Okay, 
Dennis Quaid. Or, uh, yeah. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Uh, some, some, some brothers end up doing all right. Yeah, they, some they, they, end okay. up going their own way. Uh, Star Jones. All right. Guess who got his master's from UH? Little guy you might have heard of called Tom Landry. All right. Uh, how about Clyde Drexler? It says here, University of Houston, Albert Einstein. Uh, no, that's Alfred Einstein. That was his, oh. bro- that's his little known brother. He wasn't quite. The- how about this? All right. And, and this is probably one that only you and I know, but I think he's a big name. Johnny Chan. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can go better than that. Kenny Rogers. You got to know when to hold him. Kenny Rogers versus Willie Nelson. That's a pretty good matchup. I'll take Willie. Of course. Um, Paul Wall. Here's another one for you. Nick Faldo went there. I mean, I I could give you 20 golfers, right? So we're we're just going to skip the golfers. Master P. All right. Long story short, UCLA dominates everybody. Uh, UCLA won, but UH is not that far behind. The other two got no shot. Rob Reiner spent time at UCLA. Mm. Marilyn Monroe spent time at UCLA. James Dean. Well, I mean, almost UCLA. every actor went to UCLA, right? So they've just got more famous people. Like yeah. James Franco teaches a class at UCLA. Uh, he he was taking classes at UH at one point, though, in the creative writing program. Jim Morrison. Oh, you hate the Doors, so that doesn't. I do count. hate the Doors. All right, but I, he's still very famous. I see you're Jim Morrison. I raise you Master P. All right. I mean, I prefer Master P. But... Okay, there you go. Boom, done. Uh, what? Oh, give me another one. Heather Graham. I uh, know you love her. I do. Uh, well, you know what? They're going to beat us on women. There's nothing <laughs> I can, uh, especially hot Hollywood women. How about Robert Wall? Okay. Not bad, huh? Although he hasn't done much in 20 years. Uh, how about the founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics? Mary Kay? Yeah. All the right. original. Uh, how about Rob Reiner? Pretty good. How about Ben Stiller? Uh, he's okay. Right. He's okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, UCLA wins, but I just don't. I don't think it's that big of a lock. You know who's not on this list? Me. No, mm. sorry, Jack Black. Jack Black's pretty good. The chick who played Blossom went to UCLA. Uh, almost every actor <laughs> is going to have gone to UCLA, right? Or USC. And she ended up with like a biology degree or something yeah, weird. Smart Nothing related to theater. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Like, if we just went through and, and found directors from UCLA, I bet you, like, you'd know if, if we pulled their top 20 names, you'd know 18 of them. Yeah. So, uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Largo says, Paul Wall went to UH downtown, partial credit. Yeah, that counts. I mean, I did most of my work at... Uh, the Clear Lake Institute of Technology, as it almost became. God, it's so great. I, I, I swear, that was so much fun when they were talking about it. It's like, did any of you guys look at the acronym? I mean, honestly. And it, they were trying to disassociate themselves from the UH system because they thought, oh, because UH had this Cougar High reputation. I hate to break it to you. You're the Clear Lake campus. I mean, you're kind of UH's bitch. <laughs> So don't don't go changing your name. And I say that as somebody who spent most of his college career there. So anyway, 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. You know what? I'm going to 
drink when I get home. I got a couple of uh, ranch waters. Oh, yeah. From the Carbach. From the Carbach. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, somebody put a, a 12-pack of ranch water on Esme's desk at the front. I was like, there's no ranch water on my desk when I got here today. What the hell's going on? Uh, if you haven't tried the new ranch water, you need to get out there and try it. Uh, you can get the agave lime. You can get a six-pack of that. Or you can get a 12-pack, a mix-pack that's got the agave lime, the Meyer lemon, the watermelon, and the prickly pear. I love the mix pack. It's it's just a uh, and if you're in a group setting, there's everybody's gonna be like, oh, that's my favorite, that's my favorite, and then you get your favorite. That's the best. And if you if somebody else says that your favorite is their favorite, you just say, well, we're all out of those, and you drink them all yourself because that's what good friends do. Uh, but if you're not into the ranch water, no big deal. Maybe maybe you're okay with just you know having those carbs. Unlike me, I'm watching my carb intake. But if you're a carb man, no problem. They got plenty of great beer as well, uh, including Crawford Bach, uh, Love Street, the Hopadillo, uh, Light Circus. And if you go into the restaurant itself, they've got beers that you won't be able to find anywhere else as well as all their mainstays. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See what's going on at the brewery. And when you're out and about, make sure you grab yourself some Carbach. You're listening to the Blitz. 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 On ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. All right, let's get to a Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. All right, I'm I'm on the uh, I'm on the team that says it, humanity's had its run now, and it, it's pretty much time for us to go. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know how it needs to happen. Obviously, the COVID tried its best. Yeah, maybe we need an asteroid like the dinosaurs, but it's time for humanity to go. Because your girl, the Cash Me Outside girl, okay, uh, other known otherwise known as Bahad Bahabi or Bad Bad Baby. I know that's what she wants to call it. Yeah, but if you're going to spell it that way, I'm calling you Bahad Bahabi. I don't think she cares what I call her. I don't think she does either. She turned 18, joined OnlyFans, made a million dollars in six hours. What a great life. I mean, my goodness. How does that even happen? Yeah. Y'all she, are pervy as hell spending that kind of money on her. I know it, man. I mean, who would do that? I mean, what what are you getting? A really unattractive person with, you know, who happens to be 18, who, yeah. who can't even spell bad baby. <laughs> what the hell? I think regular bad baby maybe it may be trademarked, so they had to go with that spelling. Oh, but. So you're gonna go bahad bahabi? Yeah, which I would I would find more attractive, frankly, because it sounds very Arabic. But what's her gutter gutter level ranking? 
Oh, see, here's the thing. Because she's way beyond touch of the gutter. Right, right. See, like, I like touch of the gutter. I, I don't like swimming with rats in your mouth gutter. That's where she is. Okay? she She's one of those people who gutter dives, gets the rat in her mouth, and probably, you know, crawling all over her. Yeah. And, and then goes swimming. And, and, so she's the female version of Killer Croc, maybe? Uh, uh, only worse, because she strikes me as somebody who would swim into the poo. She would find, like, where the poo is and go swim there. So, you know, that, that's not my kind of touch of the gutter. Touch of the gutter for me means, you know, maybe you got a really cool tattoo. Eh. Your version of the gutter is you kind of maybe slide your foot into it so I can't see your ankle. That's it. You're not riding rats. You're not dealing with poo. And the gutter that your foot is in, it's because it's raining and it's, you know, the water's draining in there. So it's relatively clean water because it's rainwater. That's my idea of touch of the gutter. So she's too much for you. Uh, no, this is, I mean, to me, and again, not that she cares. You make a million. She's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. You make a million bucks. And I'm, tell you how hard I had to work to make a million bucks. It wasn't six hours. So I admire that. On the other hand. I think it's another sign that the aliens need to come and just wipe us all just out. take us. Yeah. I, I mean, really. I've yet to make my first mill. Hey, man. F*** and that. look at bad baby. All she had to do is pull out her boobies. Man, who wants to see 18-year-old? Well, let's not ask it like that. I can that. go on Pornhub. Who porn wants up? to see her 18-year-old? No, I don't want to see hers. I can go on Pornhub for that's free. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, they're, like, don't just say who wants to see 18-year-old boobies because there are uh, plenty of dudes out there who are like, yeah, that's me. Creepers. Yeah. Wait wait till yeah. they hit 20. Why? Because that's just weird. Bro, yeah, listen. The law's the law. <laughs> so that's the only thing keeping law's you. Law's the law. Uh, way to go, Bahad. That's your sad Good for her. Gem of the day. The gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. The Manoc Jeweler gem of the day. Huh? I, I, I don't know what else to, uh, don't know what else to say. Because, I, I mean, that, there have been a lot of things that happened lately, and I'm kind of like, you know what? Humanity's had a good run, but we really are. I, I this this is, and maybe it's a whiskey talking. I'm really turning into uh, Valentine from uh, Kingpin, <laughs> not Kingpin, uh, King Kingsman, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character. The uh, humans are the virus, and it's, and destroying the earth, and we need to get rid of the virus. And I are. Not not everybody, but most of us. Yeah, I've, I've been on Team Thanos for a while. I just get rid of half of them. No, I I think maybe about ninety yeah. percent. And let's start from scratch with the ten percent that are really cool, like most of our listeners, <clears throat> a few friends, and the Aussies. Oi oi oi! I I Aussies and New Zealanders, yeah, they get to live. And, and you know what? Maybe most of England, kind of like England. All right then. Uh, no, not the ones with that accent. You know, the ones with the more erudite accent, they get to stay. Oh, I don't like that. Um, now I think we'll keep Japan just because of hentai. <laughs> and, and I think Japanese women are hot. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have a big thing for Japanese women. 
and especially the rare Japanese redhead. Yeah, that again, and just not, don't want to share too much. But okay, they can stay. That's it. Everybody else, it's see ya. Time to go. All right. Well, it seems kind of racist of you to because you're now you're eliminating people or saving people from elimination based on race. I think that's going to be frowned No, upon. not so much. I mean, I listen, I, I don't want to get rid of Japanese chicks. Now, I'll get rid of Japanese guys, so I have a better chance. Now you're sexist. Okay, fine. You can't fine. just, like, get rid of all the dudes and then only have chicks. Well, I won't get rid of all of them. I mean, I can't handle that many. <laughs> I can't handle an entire island of women. Sucks, but sucks for you. Well, you know. I'm a real man. Uh... Not really. It's a pretty racist, Fred. No blacks or Hispanics can live in yeah, your world. Yeah, Fred. Uh, did I not say the 10% of people who don't suck? That can be <laughs> any sure. race. That probably is black. It probably is Hispanic. It's damn sure not most white people I know. What about me? Mm. Maybe. Mm. Well, I'm a maybe. Mm. What okay. about the guy who runs New Breaks? Oh, need uh, he's in. I mean, New Breaks is in. And because, guys, we're still going to be driving cars. You're going to need your vehicle, and you're going to need your brakes fixed. And there's only one place to go, new brakes. And, man, I can't tell you how many testimonials I get from people who, who share, with their, share me their experience, and they all say the same thing. They were nice. They were quick. It was so much cheaper than I thought it would be. They're a mobile brake repair service. They come to you. They're convenient. They're 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers on average. Uh, certified experienced brake technicians. So you can be sitting at home. They'll come there. You may be at work. They'll come there. If you need to send them to your mom's house, they'll go there. And you don't have to go sit in a shop. You don't have to go to a dealership. You save money. Why would you go anywhere else? Newbreaks.com. That's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN. You're going to get 10% off your service. They're going to get right back to you, by the way, when you get on the website. Fill everything out. Boom. And they're going to give you a transparent, surprise-free repair quote. That's Newbreaks.com. N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Newbreaks.com. Trying to get that Kobe number. One over George. ESPN 97.5. I assumed you knew...